together growing in faith, changing communities. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 9, from verse 35 to chapter 10, verse 8. At that time, Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every infirmity. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Pray, therefore, the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. And he called to him his twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal every disease and every infirmity. These twelve Jesus sent out, charging them, Go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel and preach as you go, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. You received without paying, give without paying. Beautiful reading. We are given an image of Jesus who went about villages and cities, teaching and preaching and healing. These are great three important tasks of Jesus. Jesus the teacher, Jesus the proclaimer, or the preacher, and Jesus the healer. He continually teaches us not only by his words, but also by his life. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He teaches us how to follow God faithfully. He teaches us how to love unconditionally. He teaches us how to remain constantly involved in what may seem as an evolving world so that our vision may always be attained in doing that which God wants us to be. Jesus is the teacher. And we find this so beautifully expressed in the Gospel of Matthew. He goes up the mountain and like the great old Moses, he teaches. On the mount, he teaches a great sermon where he reminds us of the virtues that we're supposed to live by. The code of conduct that is supposed to guide our lives. We are called to be peacemakers. We are called to be gentle. We are called to be kind. We are called to be loving. We are called to be forgiving. But above all, we are called to follow God. He is the greatest preacher. He preaches by his word, but most effectively, he preaches by his actions. And Francis of Assisi is known to have said, preach at all times but only when necessary, use words. And so Jesus demands of us that we follow God, that we live by the principles of the gospel. There's a third element that Matthew wants to highlight, Jesus the healer. 
Come to me, all of you who are overly burdened. Come to me, all of you who are heavy burdened. Come to me, all of you who are exhausted. Emotionally exhausted, spiritually, physically, psychologically, mentally. How many of us are exhausted? How many of us are tired? How many of us are longing for God? How many of us want to know and to experience that which God wants us to be? And above everything else, ours is to live a life of God. Ours is to live a life that only God can give. Many of us are broken, are hurting, have injured ourselves and one another. And so the Lord wants to bring healing to all of us. There's also something that I want to highlight. Jesus saw the crowds and he had compassion. He looked at us and he showed us his mercy. And Jesus looks at us every day and he shows us his compassion. He shows us his love. He shows us that he cares. He cares for our well-being. He cares for our lives. He cares for our protection. He wants us to be well again. And so the mere fact that he looks at the crowds and he has compassion for them, and he says they are like sheep without a shepherd. They are harassed and helpless. That means Jesus is aware of everything that we are going through. And he wants to help us. He wants us to be healed. He wants us to be well again. Not only does he want to do this in himself, but he also wants his disciples to be able to do it. And so he calls the 12 and he gives them authority over unclean spirit. He gives them power to heal. He gives them power to be the representative of him in the world. And that's what exactly we are called to be. To be an extension of God's mercy. Extension of God's love. To heal the sick. To raise the dead. To cleanse the lepers. To cast out evil. To realize that ours is to give a new way of life. There's one thing that speaks to me absolutely powerfully as well. We have received without charge. Give without charge. God has given me all these great gifts free of charge. He has allowed me to experience his mercy. And so I'm also expected to show the mercy, the love, the forgiveness of God, especially to those in most need of it. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us to protect, to bless, and to guide us. The Father the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy. Hail our life, our sweetness, and our hope. To thee do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. To thee do we send up our sighs, mourning and weeping in this valley of tears. Turn then, O most gracious Advocate, thine eyes of mercy towards us. 
And after this our exile, show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary, may Almighty God bless and protect you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.